everyone. Welcome to our bonus segment dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week, we are covering Collection 11, Episode 1, Cake Week. I want to take a moment and welcome my dear friends, Wendy and Greg, for the first time um, on our Bake Off edition that we have on Strange Indeed. Welcome, you guys. I'm thrilled you're here. Thank you. I'm so glad we could pull this all together and do it because I'm super excited about it. <laughs> That's uh, I, I, the same Same for me. I have uh, always enjoyed Bake Off, uh, the Bake Off coverage. And sometimes even in the shows that I was less into, I would still listen for the Bake Off coverage mm-hmm. in case you guys had something going on. It was, it was, I've always enjoyed these and, and Bake Off's just such, it's, it's like the Ted Lasso of, of cooking shows, right? You have Hell's Kitchen <laughs> oh, and you have yes. Bake Off. Yeah. That's a lovely just, way to put it. Yeah. Just, just good for your soul. It really is. It's it's what we should be watching after we watch the other shows that Strange Indeed covers. <laughs> I know. We should have I know. 15 minutes of Bake Off at the end of every one of those. <laughs> That's what we always would kind of joke about. Uh, some of the really dark shows that we'd watch and that we cover on Strange Indeed. And you're just like, wow, I really need like a almost like a palate cleanser, right? To kind of lift you back up from going mm-hmm. into dark places, uh, covering some of the things. And, and there was nothing like um, Bake Off that really brightened your day, made you just when the music starts, right? Isn't it just a joy, the the little jingle bum, in bum, the beginning? Bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Yep. Yes, uh, that just autumn, even even just that always kind of brings you up a little and makes things lighter. So and I'm, I'm thrilled that you guys were into it. Wendy, I know that you were a fan and oh, yeah. enjoy baking you know, uh, in your free time, um, I've seen some of the beautiful things that you've put together. I've gotten to taste some of the lovely things <laughs> that you've put together. Um, Drunken peach cobbler. <laughs> you know, it hit, really hit the spot. And Greg, you know, I, I knew you were a longtime fan as well, but do you enjoy any baking? Are you into the culinary arts? Uh, I I will just, the, the short summation is no. Okay. Um, I I enjoy expediency. Uh, I enjoy delicious food. Uh, the process of making it is not something that makes me like we'll just say happy. Um, I I'm a I'm a big big uh, manpower to consumption comparison, right? So I don't for me I'm not going to spend an hour to make a meal for myself that I'm going to eat for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely let someone else cook for an hour and I will eat it for 15 minutes and then pay them <laughs> and then pay them in either compliments or money for the, the quality food that I am, that I'm eating. I respect um, that. I respect it. Uh, if, if like my, my, my wife and I uh, just the other night, we cooked together in the kitchen and it was an experience together. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, that was, it was, I mean, we were in the kitchen for probably 45 minutes to an hour and trying to coordinate stuff. And, uh, and it was an enjoyable experience. Uh, I do not bake or cook for the joy of baking. Um, I I feel like they were like the contestants in the tent were this week um, when they were waiting for the sponges to cool uh, during the technical, and they're just like standing around waiting, <laughs> just staring outside at the bunnies. Yeah. Um, oh, so I that, love yeah, that's it. that's me, that's me waiting for things to cook. I'm like. Oh my gosh, I need to be doing something. I love that. I love that. Well, I don't do as much baking as what I used to because I, you know, 
back in the day, more cooking for a family brought me joy or baking for uh, like if it's the holidays, like baking for people. I find joy in that. And I love the presentation of it. But, you know, most days it's just myself and my daughter um, when she's home. And it's like, gosh, thinking about baking like a big dessert, like a cake or something that you would see here on the show. It's just like a lot of effort for, um, you know, just to like myself. And I don't like cooking for myself, so I don't get to do it as often. So, But I totally hear you. I'm all about uh, letting someone else do all the work and enjoying the fruits of their labor. <laughs> for sure. Yes. So this brings a new collection of Bake Off this season. What would you guys think so far of, of the first episode? Just overall thoughts. Cake week's probably my favorite week. It's, you know, I love everything. I love every part of this show. But some of the more, like, British recipes and the meat pies, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely try anything. But I don't like those things as much as I definitely know I like cake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no doubt. That we're fans of cake around here, yes. Yes. So um, it's always a good week. Absolutely. For, for me, for me, it's uh, my favorite's always biscuit week because oh. uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a cookie fan. That's uh, a good one, one my, too. My one of my uh, my absolute weaknesses is baked goods, um, and when you know, but it's more specifically cookies. So if they had cookie week, if they're like, oh, we're going to do make an American chocolate cookie, I'd be like, I am down <laughs> with that. Oh, mm-hmm. do a signature of cookies. I am good with any kind of amazing cookie you want to make me. Um, oh, you want to do uh, matcha and yuzu? Fine. Yeah. I will try it. Um, and I do but, like uh, the British, more of the British style cookies. Like, I like a crispy cookie. Yeah. Absolutely. The, mm-hmm. the, what, what were they? The, uh, the, the brandy snaps that they yeah. had a couple seasons Ooh, ago? It was like, the brandy oh, snaps. Man, those are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so anyway, so not that I don't like Cake Week. Cake Week is is great. Um, I I think my lack of familiarity with actually trying because I see Genoa sponges or Genoese or I'm not thinking that's what uh, Tasha called it. Mm-hmm. Um, Genoese, I think. Um, is it Genoese or Genoa? I, think, I don't. Know. I think so. Um, but uh, so yeah, the uh, so like I, I'm familiar with those because I've heard of them or I've watched people make them on TV, but uh, I couldn't necessarily tell you, oh, this is what uh, this type of sponge is supposed to taste like or the texture or whatever. Um, so some bakes you can look at it and go, oh no, that is bad. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think we had at least one of those this week. Um, but uh, yeah, no, pe- Cake Week is Cake Week is a solid week. I there was one in particular that I'm looking forward to talking about because I was I would have shoved it completely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm I'm really excited to, to dive into the bakes this week because yeah, so many scrumptious um, looking ones. And I agree. I, I thought it was a great episode. I'm a big fan of cake, so definitely anxious to talk about the cakes. What did you guys think about the opener? Don't they always have cute little clever openings? Uh, what did you think about this week with the bread father? <laughs> this this one, cute. I thought I, this one was one of my favorites because yeah. most of like many of the other ones are uh, are I think are just kind of too over the top, maybe kind of forced. Mm-hmm. And while they were playing parts, uh, I, I thought it was. It was cute, and I think Allison's uh, a, a good addition to the to, to the show. And uh, the the tag to the end of the opener 
where he's he's like eating dough balls again to stuck to inside my mouth. I, I was like, that is awesome. It's so hokey and cheesy in the most wonderful way that the Bake Off is. Yes, they 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 always put their nice little delightful spin that it just always brings a smile, even when they are a little over the top, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. But they're still you know full of joy so and i thought Paul it was and Prue are so straight like they're so yeah. straight that <laughs> it's just funny they could do yeah. anything and it's funny i agree i loved uh the kissing of the bread like instead of like kissing the godfather's <laughs> ring and kiss the yeah. bread <laughs> i thought that's perfect um and i agree so, I, I really liked Allison. Let's just talk about her for just a second before we get too deep into the episode. We have a new host this year, Allison Hammond. I, I'm not familiar with her. I guess she's um, more of a uh, like a British personality, TV personality, and I'm not as familiar with a lot of British TV. Um, but I thought she was a really great addition. I thought she was fun, bubbly personality, um, and I thought she was a great compliment to to uh, Noel. I, I really enjoy him as well, and I've said that many times. What did you guys think of Allison? I did a little, I was doing a little research on her because I didn't Mm -hmm, know who she was. And I found it really ironic as I was preparing. I was thinking that one reason um, this show is such a feel-good show is that it appears that the producers really take great efforts to choose contestants that are really kind and caring and that they're going to gel well with the other contestants and Mm -hmm. that they're going to form camaraderie-ness. And I was thinking it's like the opposite of shows like Survivor and Big Brother, where they're really looking for polarizing personalities to have drama and conflict. And then I read up on Allison, who got her start on Big Brother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And was actually like one of the first people to get booted out of the house. (laughs) So I thought that was really funny. But I liked her. I thought um, she has an amazing accent. She was funny. I, I thought she meshed in pretty well. I agree. What do you think, Greg? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I, it's not that I didn't like Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas is that what his mm-hmm. name is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that I didn't like him. It's more that everything just seemed like it was a punchline, and this these are like conversations that someone you know maybe thinks in the middle. Of, you know, it's more like improv. Where you are, uh, you're, you're not executing written jokes, but you are just tossing them in when you see the opportunity, and it just it just seemed more natural. It seemed mm-hmm. it, it, this just seemed to, to flow a little bit easier. I agree. I think she has a really vivacious personality, and it really shined um, so far in the first episode. And and I agree. I I liked Matt. I thought he he did well, and I. And, Enjoyed some of his lines and stuff, but you're right. When you say that, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it seemed like everything always had to be kind of a joke or a, a, a punchline or something where she just seems to have this great, like she's a people person and she's just having those conversations with the bakers. And I'm like, she's just like diving right in there and just, well, it's just she, a good conversation. She's on like a, on a morning show, right? Yeah, she's on, because uh, yeah. I also looked it up too. She's uh, a host of the British daytime talk show called This Morning, which is, I think, kind of similar to like Our Good Morning America or something like that. Yeah, so so she's, I think she's used to talking to people and not just trying to think about something funny to say, but like connecting on a, uh, and letting the other person star. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Matt, like Matt was more like, 
oh, I'm going to wait for you to say something and then I'll insert joke here, which kind of make made him the made him the focus. But here, like when she was, and I mean, this goes into like my favorite my stand-up moments. But when she was talking with Tasha and the Hollywood, the 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 Paul Hollywood nickname, uh-huh. I was. I mean, like it was like all she was doing was reacting to Tasha and, and it just, it it made it, it was, you know, warm, fuzzy feeling and just like, oh man, this is, this, this is great. Yeah. I thought she was really great. I, I've enjoyed her so far and I think she's been a, been a great addition and I look forward to seeing her in the rest, uh, rest of the season. It just seems really natural. And, um, I think her and Noel complement each other nicely. All right, uh, so let's get into um, one of our categories is normally a favorite bake. Uh, this can be, it can be all three because there's a signature, a technical, and then the showstopper. It can be whatever that y'all want to talk about. Um, but I liked this. It feels like this season they're going like a little bit back to basics. You know, they get so fancy. It's like you, you almost have to have like a, a degree in engineering or something to put some of these things together uh, some seasons. And you're just like, you know... I, I think they're cool to watch, but I also like to see things that maybe I could do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it would be a challenge for me to do, but something I, I could potentially do. Some of these, mm-hmm. sometimes you watch and you're just like, that's awesome. And it probably tastes amazing, but no way could I ever craft something like that if I, if I wanted to, you know? So I feel, I love how they're kind of doing like a back to basics. Um, who wants to start with their, one of their favorite bakes and could be more than one too. Do, do you mind if I just go through because it's the first week mm-hmm. and we talk about? You want to go okay, through so, each one? You want to go yeah, through? Yeah, well, just just yeah. so our our care our our, uh, our characters. Oh my gosh, our contestants. Um, <laughs> they're real our, people. They are real yeah, people. <laughs> weird. Um, all right. So as as I mentioned earlier, Tasha, uh, Dan, um, uh, Nikki, the lady with the blonde hair um, from the Irish. Is she Irish or Scottish? She it's sounded one of, Scottish. I think, yeah. I'm terrible with those accents. accents. I'm not even going to try to Hers guess. Hers is lovely, though. Yeah, it's, it's it so really lovely, is. but yeah, I'm not going there. I'm I terrible. Think it's Scottish. A- Abby Lucy, the Forger. if you're listening, tell us. <laughs> um, Maddie, Maddie, the younger, uh, younger guy with uh-huh. the dark hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana. Uh, we have Amos. Uh, then Josh. Saku, Rowan, Christy, and Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me so long and backing up so many times <laughs> to figure out everybody's name so that I could like put it down uh, and, and so that I could actually identify who they were um, so that I could actually be like, oh, they, they made this and this, they made this and they did well here or didn't do as well here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, these were these were – I thought this whole collection of people was were, were fantastic. Yeah, um, they were it's great. just uh, all just oh man, I'm just so happy to be here. And yeah, I, I can't imagine that I'll still be here next week, but uh, we may have, we'll we'll see. But I will start then. Um, yeah, go for it. And uh, and Dan, who kind of reminded me of of Jurgen from three or four seasons ago. Where oh, Jurgen just kind of came in and just yeah. like just did amazing yep. for mm-hmm. like the first four weeks, and then you're like, oh well, he's going to make it to the end, and then he, I think it was like the second or third from the last week, um, uh, he he ended up losing out because he's a not only guy, though. Oh, oh, he was so fantastic, talented, yeah, and and uh, but yeah, 
Dan's rhubarb custard, uh, rhubarb and custard cake with like the the pieces of rhubarb up the side. Um, I don't even know that I necessarily like rhubarb. Um, like uh, like Allison was saying, she doesn't like it, but I would custard. I'm typically a pretty big fan of custard. So I would dive into that. <laughs> it almost looked like bacon, bacon strips up the uh-huh. sides of the cake. It, it did. I thought it was ex- very pretty, very yeah. pretty. Which for me, that that is half the battle for me, like the um, aesthetic and and how it looks. So I thought it was beautiful, but I'm not typically a fan of rhubarb either. So I don't know. I mean, I would try it, but um, you know, what is it? They put rhubarb. Is it, is it like strawberry, like strawberry rhubarb pie? pie. Okay. I I don't think I've ever had it, but I'm going to definitely try it. My daughter-in-law loves strawberry rhubarb. Yeah, the, the bitterness of the rhubarb kind of cuts the, the the sweetness of the strawberry, and so sometimes it's good, depending on who that makes it or how like it's made. That sounds like something I would like, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it can be good. I've had some – I did not care for it when it was, like, you know, out of, like, the Denny's or House of Pies or whatever <laughs> when I was growing up. You probably but, need uh, a good quality. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, would, I would recommend either a homemade from someone who knows what they're doing or one of those fancy places that actually, like, goes out and makes it. I loved that he brought the rhubarb from his garden at home. I thought that yeah, was really sweet. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that because wasn't um, Abby who foraged for her own ingredients? She had the wild yes. poppy. I was like, I didn't even know you could just find and forage wild poppy seed. That's pretty cool. Um, and 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 she had foraged her ingredients for her cake. I I, I thought that was really interesting, and I love that. I love you know the natural element uh, to oh, that. Oh, hello, Mr. Slug. We'll give that a wash before we cook it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. So were those some of your favorite bakes uh, for, for the signature, Greg? From some of those for the For the signature, that was the one that made me go, that like really kind of the, the Abby's, the, the poppy seed, lemon, and black currant also made me interested. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of them that I thought looked fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not a, I'm not a heavy chocolate person. So like the, the technical, I was kind of like, okay, great. I mean, you guys can, can do this, but, uh, I'm, I'm more of a, uh, a uh, uh, coffee ish. Who let Greg in on this show? <laughs> <laughs> Differing opinions, right? That's what makes things better. Oh gosh. Speaking of chocolate, I will Oh, the tiramisu. About- Sorry. The tiramisu oh. was the other one that I would I was like, yeah, face first into that thing. <laughs> Even though it didn't look great. I would tiramisu with the mascarpone, coffee mascarpone. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so speaking of chocolate, Keith made his orange and chocolate cake. And when Paul tried it, you could just see on his face he couldn't contain himself and he was like, oh my god. God. Yeah. Like it's it looked like it was really tasty. I would go in for that. <laughs> and I'm not normally a, a chocolate and orange. We see that a lot in in Bake Off, uh in in some desserts. They're always mixing chocolate I and orange. And I understand that's yeah. pretty popular for probably a lot of people. I'm not usually a fan of the chocolate and orange together, but I, I'm like I would definitely try it because just the reaction from Paul and Prue because mm-hmm. it take it's got to take a lot to like get a reaction like yes. that out of them so you know it had to be amazing so yeah. um, I would definitely try it. 
I liked Sekou's, um blueberry cake that looked like it tasted really good too and it had really pretty mm. vibrant flowers on it i thought that, that was pretty it was really beautiful good, yeah. she seems yeah. really artistic yeah how about you Rima? any others okay yeah oh yeah i didn't want to step on you there <laughs> so, you know for the signature which i thought was beautiful i don't know that i've ever seen when they said vertically layered cake i was like what I, and I didn't even think of like a Swiss roll, right? Like a Swiss roll turned on its side or whatever. Right, um, that's what we have. We have the rolls, which I have made before, and they are an absolute pain in the ass. And I <laughs> discovered the Amish market up the road does them much better than me, and I have never made one since. I I want to try one. I thought it was beautiful because I was like, if you, until you cut in yeah. it, it, you don't know. It just looks like a, a layered cake, right? right? And I and I've made those. I've made like the regular like you know, flat cakes, you know, in layers and stuff. I've done things like that. But I was like, oh, that looks beautiful, especially when you cut into it and stuff. And it's just a nice surprise. Like if you didn't already know that's what it was and you cut into it, it was just beautiful. So I'm, I'm, I, I kind of want to try one if I can, you know, I just what the hell. And if it falls apart, I'm not in competition here or anything. Um, but it's beautiful. Especially it's, the one did a really tall cake. And I was like, yeah, how did he do that? Did he do two on top of each other or... A really wide cake? I don't know, but I don't amazing. Know. It was amazing, yeah. Um, I don't know how you get it to, to stay up. I'm sure mine's going to be a little, if it actually mm-hmm. stands up, it's going to be probably a little bit lopsided or something. But I thought it was really beautiful. I don't know that I've seen them do one on Bake Off before, so it was really great to see. Um, and it's not, even though it's not something you might make all the time at home, it's not really like completely like unmanageable or whatever you like you don't have to have a, a an engineering degree or something to like put it together um gosh the ones that stood out for me there were a lot uh the, the flavors that really um i could as greg put it really just dive into face first uh for sure <laughs> rowan's i thought i mean i didn't get to taste them and you hear the judges so you're like oh well maybe it wasn't awesome but i'm like it's probably better than anything i could have put together his mm-hmm. was um a chocolate and raspberry this was the really tall one Oof. that was the really tall one it was right? beautiful yeah. too. it was beautiful and i'm i'm all about chocolate and raspberry those are mm-hmm. definitely flavors that i love um together i thought nikki's sounded really interesting the blood orange and lemon flavors i would be all over that uh the uh christie's she had the lemon meringue and I was surprised because she had like the three different like lemon zest, lemon, uh, was it curd? She had like three different elements of like lemon. And then I Paul yeah. was like, you're about 60% there. He was wanting to like be punched in the face with the citrus, he said. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. That seemed like she put a lot in there. But I love lemon. So I would have been all over that one. Saku's lemon and blueberry sounded amazing. Uh, definitely would have tried Abby's with a poppy seed lemon black currant. Dana had a salted caramel coffee cake. That sounded yeah. yummy. Had that to, had that to was the wrong. other one that I. That was the other one that I was like, I would have liked to try that one. But then the the re- reception from the judges was kind of like. Yeah, Meh. yeah. But I would definitely be interested. Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So all of those sounded really awesome, and you know I. And I agree. I think all of them. They're a great group of bakers. I always love seeing all the bakers. They always. 
I'm like, how do they always manage to get so many nice people? Like, you know, we're just, we're happy to be here and everyone Mm -hmm. meshes really well together. And I I really just love Saku. She was so sweet. She got a hug from Paul. Wasn't that a great moment? That was so nice of him. I'm like, Paul can seem like such a bear Uh sometimes. And then you just, he, he has moments like that where you're like, Dude does have a heart sometimes. He can come across a little, you know, harsh sometimes. And um, you're just like, gosh, Paul, don't give him such a hard time, right? And then he goes and does something like that. Um, so, yeah, Signature where, was great. Where can you, yeah, where can you go from a hug? Home. Oh, I know. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe not exactly what you, maybe you're thinking. But the- <laughs> right. Uh, well, let's talk technical. So, I mean, they all have to make the same. They don't really get variety here. But what did you guys think of the technical challenge, making the classic bake-off uh, chocolate fudgy cake with the raspberries? So, I was excited to see it because you see that every week and it always looks good. And like mm-hmm. you, Rima, I love chocolate and raspberry together. So um, I, I didn't I didn't know that that was like an iconic British cake. Like I didn't know that that was like a, a well-known thing. It seemed like it. I mean, maybe it's just iconic because that was it's on this show. Right. It has been for the past you know eleven series. But I it, it seemed to me the way they were talking about it, it was like, oh no, this is like this is almost like a, a what's the a, like a beef Wellington or it's a it, it mm-hmm. seemed like it was very very well known and 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 iconic for the country not Mm -hmm. just from the show and i think i could be wrong but i think this is paul's cake right this is paul's recipe if you go on the website for the great bake-off i haven't been is they have it labeled as paul's chocolate raspberry cake and they have the recipe there which i i really would love to try to make it you know i'd have to convert it to the non-metric system i was gonna say gotta convert it yep But um, I think it's Paul's recipe, so maybe that's why it's iconic. I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was if it was just like a not not a delicacy, but just like a staple uh, in in bakeries across. Maybe again, maybe because of the series, it is. Yeah, the maybe because of the series. Always I don't blow know. my mind because without measurements, I just feel like that. Well, that was funny. I they, would be no good. I, I would. At be one no point, good. she was one of the one of the contestants was like putting. 450 grams of peanut butter in i'm like i i still don't know how much that is like i, I understand it's almost you know it's almost a half a kilo but i don't i don't necessarily know what a kilogram is going to like how much that is well it's not even a thing here and and i am sure it is for real bakers but like it's not even a thing here to weigh our ingredients like i have almost never done that i want to start doing it i know um my daughter got into baking, um, oh, what do you call it? Like um, soda bread? Soda, soda bread, yeah. Irish, Irish yeah. soda bread. And so, like, she had to weigh that, and you have to make, like, a starter kit and all this stuff. So I know it is a thing, but I feel like most of my life, I've never seen anybody weigh ingredients. <laughs> I it's it's new for me. It's mm-hmm. normally like you measure the cup or in the right. you know um, measuring the ingredients that way. But as mm-hmm. I've learned within like the last year or two, I I I 
I am on TikTok way too much and I get a lot of recipes there and they always like measure like, oh, a gram of this mm-hmm. or th- and I'm like, oh, how do you even do that? And it's so I bought a little food scale. Right. So now I'm like, now I can be like on Bake Off and I can measure my ingredients like they do. Use my little scale. And I even have the, did I, do y'all know I've got like one of the, the mixing bowls? I didn't even pay attention if they have them in the season, but the the mixing bowls that they always have on Bake Off, I have one. So I love to bring that baby out whenever I'm going to do some serious baking so I can feel like I'm on nice. this show. I want my food scale so I can measure measure everything out. That is good. And, um, I'm I'm gonna make the cake. I'm going to do the chocolate cake. I'm going okay. to make one I'm of the vertical try cakes. Too. I don't know when. Yeah. I want to say by next week, but I I don't want to commit to it. <laughs> I I think yeah, Wendy, let's do that. We'll take pictures and okay. we'll celebrate. I don't know who the heck's going to eat this cake because <laughs> it's gonna be more. <laughs> you and your daughter. The <laughs> last thing we need in this house is a big old cake. That's why I don't make yeah. these things. But uh, I, I really just want to. It's just in, that's what I love about it. it. Inspires me to do a little, little bit more mm-hmm. baking. Um, but I thought it looked super yummy. Did you like it better with or without the missing raspberry, though? What'd you think? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I didn't even notice that there was a missing raspberry uh, ever on the original. Before on yeah. the, I mean, like I, I, you know, I, I thought it was just that was just like. You know, there was just a little bit more room on that little edge of the. I mean, I get that most baking is absolutely intentional, but I did. I I never didn't even recognize it, uh, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I love that they called it out. Yeah, I would eat any one of those for sure. In the technical, mm-hmm. I thought they all yeah. seemed like they all did a pretty good job. Even yeah. the ones that weren't like, you know, came in like last and stuff, still weren't that bad because they get so into the the final presentation and such mm-hmm. you know that if you're off a little bit that definitely did, you know like docks some points and stuff mm-hmm. all right well let's uh talk showstopper what did you guys think of the showstopper they had to bake a cake shaped like an animal a lot of folks chose to like make their dog or a pet mm-hmm. or something some um did things a little differently do you have any favorites anything stand out uh, go ahead wendy <laughs> I thought some of them were real works of art. Like it was amazing. Even some of them that probably didn't taste as well as the ba- as the judges hoped, like were just incredibly beautiful. Um, Saku's turtle really stood Wasn't out. It beautiful. That was, was just amazing. And mm-hmm. I know they weren't as happy with the taste of it, but wow. Like yeah, I it looks like a work begin. of art. Yeah. How about you, Greg? Uh, this is the one that I would just eat all day every day i'd probably be really really sick but uh the abby's sheep um with the 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 praline and the salted caramel buttercream the jam i think it's like praline jam or no it was rhubarb. some sort of jam rhubarb was it rhubarb i thought it was rhubarb jam. I, don't, I don't remember but i, I just t- i wrote out jam mm-hmm. and then the hazelnut brittle and and i was just like this yeah. sounds amazing this is i got all of those things and then for me in particular and then when prue talked about it being crunchy with the brittle like i'm a big texture person Mm -hmm. and like i can't like i i cannot stand pudding like pudding flan all those things with very um um, homogenous uh like kind of gooey textures i don't Mm -hmm. care for them Mm -hmm. um but you talk give me some Vanilla pudding and some Nilla wafers that I can crush up in there and turn it into a textured thing. I, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. 
Um, so the, the the concept of putting a, a crunch factor into that that uh, that cake and then all of the, the buttercream and I mean I, I love buttercream anyway, but uh, yeah, there's so, that one in particular was the one that I was like, uh, yes, please. And the fact that it was like everybody they, they loved it made it like okay, well that's definitely the one that I want. Yeah, you could tell that was good. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And then my my other standout was uh, Tasha's Robin. Like that that looked yes. stunning, beautiful. Um, and uh, and then uh, I was glad that I, I thought it looked great. And uh, when she ran out of red, I was like, "Oh no!" And then it was like she came, like she presented. It, I was like, "Looks fine to me." Like it's, I can't. <laughs> I know. I, oh, you ran out of red, huh? All right, sure. I guess. Looks like that's uh, how it was yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was really happy for her that that it turned out well, especially how how rough her uh, signature. And yeah, I was happy that 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 she still hung in there. That that might have helped keep her from, you know, having to uh, leave because she's really great. I thought Josh's Highland cow was so adorable and very precise. Um, I just I'm looking at it right now. It's so adorable. I love it with the in, on the bed of grass and uh, mm-hmm. really again very artistic. I just very creative. I I did think that Christie's mallard was one that just like blew me away mm-hmm. visual visually, and then it turned out to be really good too. Mm-hmm. Which was it was awesome. a beautiful duck, and I loved when I saw her making her sponge and saw her putting the fruit in there and mixing it all up, and I'm just like, I don't even know what this end result's going to be, but I know I want to taste some of that. That mm-hmm. looks amazing. And again, sparking like inspiration for me, like, I want to do something like that. I'm not going to make a duck. I'm not going to achieve that, but just make a cake. Um, mm-hmm. It just looked lovely and so tasty. It was beautiful. I I will say that the that everybody there. Uh, what is it when you have a little frosting and you squirt it? Piping. Oh their, yes, their piping, mm-hmm. yep. their piping, piping skills are all phenomenal. Like even yeah. with the dogs that looked messy, but they were dogs. Like, if, right. yeah, yeah, it's going to look messy. Um, but I thought like, everybody, I mean, and I get, I guess, I guess that's a, that's a, a baker staple, right? That's something you have to know how to do. But I thought that I was pretty impressed with, with everybody's. I agree. It was, y'all mm-hmm. called out a lot of my favorites. I thought Chrissy's <laughs> duck, absolutely beautiful. And also looked very, very tasty with her flavors. Mm-hmm. And they, I know that they really loved that one. Um, Saki's turtle again, Oh, just beautiful. She is quite an artist. It's unfortunate, though, she did what Paul always will say, sometimes style over substance. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully she can balance, you know, that out maybe next time. And I hope she does because I enjoy her. And it's I love seeing the progression of when bakers maybe get a critique like that. And then you see how much they they kind of take it in and then they grow, you know, each week. They they take in that feedback and they can, you know, improve Um and you get to see that over the weeks. I love, I love seeing that. So hopefully she'll stick around for a while and kind of take that in. I thought Abby Sheep was so freaking cute. I was amazed mm-hmm. at how light, like it. I was like, it looks like a little stuffed sheep. It was really, really cute. And 
yeah, I was impressed with her flavors and textures too. I love a nice little surprise when you bite into something and you get like all of these wonderful mix of flavors. And also there's a little bit of a, a crunch there too. Um, I would have really loved to have tried that. And yeah, Tasha's Robin um, stood out I'm to me starting, too. That was gorgeous. To drool here. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't, we can't, it's always dangerous if you, if when we're recording on uh, Bake Off and you're hungry because it's, it's not you're you're immediately running to the kitchen after that um <laughs> but i thought they were amazing and it was just you know lovely i i'm always so impressed like you know like oh i'm going to make a dog cake right and then you're just looking at these darn sponges out of the oven and you can just start piling them all up and they just start you can see them like cutting and doing these things and i'm like i just maybe it's just cuz it's just not in me and and you're they're bakers they're artists but I'm just like, how you can just like get a dog out of a pile of cake is just like absolutely yeah. amazing what these folks are able to do. Um, I agree. It really is. Even Amos is, he was having so much problem with his oh, show his stopper. whale. Yeah. But but in the end, I thought it looked pretty good for, for the disaster that it looked like it was going to be. Yeah. I think he really saved it. Um, well, I, I, I feel like... And this, perhaps this is, ju- I, I think, I feel like, uh, like fondant is a lot of the times what you use to, to hide your mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that you could have a, it, I think you're right. I think it looked really good and it, you could tell, like you know, Paul said, you, you could, you could tell what it was. Now I was a little bit more impressed look wise at the boozy beaver. <laughs> um, like it, it looked like it would walk out of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, and, it, was cute. it was really um, cute. I, I it really was. I think it was. It looked so good that that's what saved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I, f- I feel like if Amos had had been able to give more detail in the in the fondant and added more, you know, phenomenal. But mm-hmm. even as bad as his cake was, he might have. Like if he'd given something visually similar to the beaver to Nikki, um, then uh, I think he would have. It would have been a little bit closer. I like just after that, even though he plays second in the technical, it, like mm-hmm. with the, between the signature not going great and the signature. I'm sorry, and the showstopper just falling very very flat. And it um, didn't taste good. Yeah, it yeah. Was well, you, saw, you saw how dense it yeah. was. Yeah, like, so was I think that crazy. was the death now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because usually, if if you don't do very well with your presentation, or it's a little messy, sometimes at least if it tastes really good and all the flavors work, that helps save you a little bit. But if you right. if if your presentation's not great, or if it's messy and and the showstopper, that's where you really have to like level up, right? I mean, that's one that normally you get the four hours or more for most of the bakes, um, most times, depending on what it is. And I mean, that's the one that's supposed to be really pristine and the detail matters. So if you slip on that, then you really better come through with your tastes and textures. And um, so, yeah, I was unfortunate. He just struck out. Wasn't his day. And it's interesting because you'll see folks do really, really well. Like they might have a stellar episode one week, but then they get to like another uh, week where it's maybe bread week or something else. And that's like, oh, gosh, I'm I'm not so great with bread. You know, you'll hear them sometimes um, Mm -hmm. some of the contestants each week like, oh, gosh, I don't know. I really struggle on this one. And you'll see where they don't, you know. They're not always, it just depends on what's, what the challenge is that week. So just unfortunate, um, his cake didn't make the yes. cut. It, mm-hmm. it was, 
I mean, and I feel like he could have done well if one, if he'd, I think he, I think he was absolutely a victim of time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think that the pressure got to him and he, his, his timing was too full to begin with. And then once, uh, once you add in the, the issues he had, I would like to try a dense sponge that, you know, is, is, is a little bit more, not quite as light and fluffy. Yeah. Maybe you need to have a smaller piece or something like that. Yeah. The, the concept is, is really, really cool. I mean, it's kind of like cornbread, cornbread, you can get some dense, good, delicious cornbread, but you know, it just it just seemed like the, the the time is what what struck him out. Yeah, and that happens all too often. Sometimes our contestants just um, they get nervous or anxious, and then the time time does. And sometimes the weather, goodness, does not always cooperate. It can, I remember some seasons it would just be so darn hot, and just everyone's just things are just falling apart. Ice cream's melting. You know, just. I was wondering about that because they were all wearing sweaters. So I guess this was filmed beforehand because usually yeah. it is filmed in the summer. But yeah, they were all wearing. They looked like they. I can't imagine wearing sweaters while baking unless it's quite chilly outside exactly in britain like this summer has been unseasonably hot so i can't imagine this wasn't filmed like last spring or something like that or yeah yeah i'll have to look it up i'm not entirely sure when they when they filmed i didn't um this the season honestly kind of snuck up on me um as far as it being you know ready i was like oh gosh i mean i think it's around the same time as when it came out last year just was not on my radar i've kind of just been in my own little bubble recently it just totally snuck up on me but i'll have to check that out and see like what Mm -hmm. when it was and see um if we can expect like some really hot weather that might affect them um the the rain really affects them for certain bakes or certain um ones they have to do the the weather certainly plays a part um well and then this week's star baker was dan what did y'all think of that? I, I, I thought it was pretty well deserved. Didn't he mention yeah. he has the engineering background? Like he seems like yes. he's one of those to watch for because they're very, I feel like every time we've had someone with like an engineering background on the show, they are very pristine with mm-hmm. their details and very precise. What what do y'all think? Yeah. He also uses very intense flavors and mm-hmm. I think people really like that. Yeah. He, he was he was not afraid to punch Paul in the face. <laughs> Paul was looking for a punch. He mentioned it like three times. He was looking for a punch. <laughs> yeah, he, I think I think that that was one of his strong points was that he he did like the not the subtle flavors. And I think that in in future where where you may see we may see that he has a, a, more of a weakness is that he overpowers you with certain things. And if he ends mm-hmm. up being forced into trying to figure things out. Um, he may like again. I you know, we've seen we've seen him for an hour. Uh, would we'll, I think we'll know him a little bit better once he has once he has a, a not great week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I thought I think that was well deserved. And and like I said, like uh, you know, as as he reminded me of Jurgen, who almost just stomped the competition for the first like three weeks. It was basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was him against the field for Starbreaker uh, for that that first few weeks. Uh, I, I feel like we might see something similar this this time. I, agree. I thought Abby was really good. I think she was giving him a run for the money, and she she um, seemed maybe a little more tentative than him. But I think overall, she's got a lot of skills, and you can. I think she'd be somebody to watch. 
I, I, you know, I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that when she embraces the, I'm going to go for it. Um, yeah, like I, I think, I think that she, it seems like she has really good instincts and, yeah. and understands her, her own limitations and is willing to p- try to push past them. I, I agree. I agree. I think Abby's definitely one to watch for too. I think she is very creative and is going to get creative with her flavors and, and textures and things that she puts together. So I think she's definitely one to watch for too. Um, but I think they all have some really great potential, but I'll, I will say though, with someone I am concerned about and that's Maddie and that's strictly because, you know, and look, this is like my very outside judgment because I'm not saying I could do any better. Obviously these folks are on a, um, you, you have to be at a certain level to, be a contestant on this show, but I, I was concerned about his, him not being able to make a buttercream. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, you know, look, I'm not saying I can make a, a bomb buttercream or anything like that, but I feel like it's, it's supposed to be a fairly basic uh, icing mm-hmm. or frosting. And when he, he struggled twice with his buttercream. So I was well, a didn't little he concerned. Have an issue, didn't he have an issue with it on the showstopper as well? I thought, I thought he had three buttercream, uh, he, efforts that did not end well. Yes, he. The, I, I believe for the vertical cake, the signature, he had to. He tried to do it twice. The first right. round it didn't do well, and he tried to make, hurry up and make a second one, and it still didn't turn out well. And then he tried it for another. I think for the showstopper, and it it didn't work yeah, for that, him. That that was that's absolutely something. I, I feel like you're right. I think that's like a, a staple of of icing. And if you are not able to execute that with not even perfection, just with yeah. competently. Um, when you get when you when you hear, I can't give this to the judges. Like that's that's not not good. Yeah, yeah, and I don't mean to sound like a snob because I'm like I don't know. I feel like if I tried to go in there and make a buttercream, hey, but I'm also I was gonna say I'm not on a baking show though either. I'm not com- yeah. competing, so I, I I understand my skills, but I'm just like I don't know. It feels like fairly fundamental if if you know, for baking skills, that that should be something that you should be able to do. So I'm a little concerned that if he hasn't at least mastered or at a, at a, uh, uh, amateur level mastered a a foundational, uh, element to, to baking, then I'm a little concerned, like what might come up next week or the following week, you know, Mm -hmm. if, 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 if he doesn't have that, I think he's adorable though. I mean, I don't want yeah, him to go is. anywhere, but I was concerned. I was like, Oh dude, you gotta, you gotta be able to make a buttercream. Cause that's probably going to come up again. Right. Um, or maybe he's I going to, I have can't to. imagine it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all these, it weeks also of baking. seemed like he wasn't as adventurous in his flavor profiles. Like he was kind of mm. looking around at everybody else. Like, wow, they're really bringing it. And he was doing much more classic flavors. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to stick to classic, they have to be pristine because one thing that Paul and Prue will always tell you is they're always looking for something they haven't seen before um, or maybe tasted before. So you have to either be pretty adventurous and kind of nail it or else if you're going to stick to classics, you got to really, really nail it um, and get it right yeah. to um, at least impress them and to stay at least in competition. And I say all this, and I'm sure everything he made was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, would have certainly no. Ju- <laughs> I was gonna say no judgment on that, but I worry. I'm like, oh, dude, you gotta you gotta pull it together. You better get there and practice your buttercreams this week, you know, while mm-hmm. you're <laughs> before yep, you. And my, he could my... be the most phenomenal bread maker ever, and we're yeah. gonna see him shine in something else. Absolutely, right. maybe cake yeah. just isn't his his you know um, expertise, and that's totally right. fine. There's a lot of baking to be done. Yeah, my um, like I so it. Tiramisu is something that I will order 
if I've now, if I haven't had it somewhere before, I will order it basically every time I walk in to a new place. And if they have it on the menu, I will try it because it's like my, it's like my, you know, chicken Parmesan or veal Parmesan. They're like, oh, Hey, yeah. if it's a, it's a, ba- a relatively basic, it's, it's not crazy, but like people take their different takes, have their different takes on it. And like some have it actually have rum in it. Some have put coffee liqueur in it. Some people do, do the, the mascarpone. So, and, and I, I love seeing all of the different styles that you can make effectively the same basic recipe out of. Um, but my reaction to like, I, I just put a, like a, I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with this tiramisu. Like I, <laughs> it, I, it looked fine. Uh, it, and, uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how well it actually turned out. It, it seemed like, I didn't even really get much of a reaction from the judges. I didn't hear like, oh, no, that's not great. Or I feel like right now he's kind of middle of the pack. Or right. at least that's the way he's showing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I was afraid for him during the signature and the buttercream debacles. But uh, but then he kind of like, I uh, will say, just like with his, his uh, coffee mascarpone, he, he masked uh, the rest of his mistakes enough and then did it. I mean, he, then he's like, oh, yeah, I just didn't bring enough black I didn't have enough black his, uh, his dye. coloring to yeah. yeah, and he had like a to, gray dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which no one cares if it's yeah. No, no one knows if you don't have a picture. But, exactly. Um, he was I, funny. I do have. He was cute. Yeah, I, I do have I think a couple. They said that I'm not sure if that looks right, and he's like, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I I do enjoy the back and forth between yeah. the the contestants and the and the, the judges. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of moments that I, so after watching Ted Lasso several times, uh, now I, I hear them say it's half three and I was like, Oh, that's what that means. It's three thirty. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All, uh, all of our Ted Lasso experiences gotten us a little bit more up on our Britishes, Britishes, yeah. I think. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you've, you've been up since four this morning, huh? Uh, half three. You know what else they around. say that I have never heard until I heard Lucy saying it is, she calls the decade from 2000 to 2010 the the aughts the noughties. Oh, okay. So it's I had not heard that. And and I was like, at first I couldn't figure out what she was talking about. And I looked it up, and it's like the noughties. It's, I guess it's like like the zero, like the nothing, like the yeah. naughty, you know. And I was like, what are we talking about? So that's a British. Yeah, thing, so. in n o u g h t. Yeah, not. Yeah, not. Like yeah. like nineties, but right. the naughties. Right. Yeah. So so strange. Oh gosh, I haven't heard that. I just would have chalked it up to being an age thing. Like I only got it from <laughs> so Lucy. much older than yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's then, a young person phrase. I thought that the the beaver jokes were hysterical, oh my God. and the oh my fact goodness. that like can you can you tell us about your beaver and like, like everybody's reaction. dying. <laughs> they I don't all know had if they had away. to. I was gonna say I don't know if they had to cut, film that a couple of times because they were just <laughs> guffaws or something. But, and again, uh, it's just coming from somebody so straight, you know. Right, Prue's pretty straight normally. Yeah, and. Uh, and then Moorish. I didn't know what Moorish meant, and uh, I still I feel like Moorish was positive, based on the way they. Did, oh, that's quite Moorish, and I need to Google it. <laughs> I um, don't know what that means. But speaking of speaking of Googling, I did look up when the show was filmed, and it's between April and June. So okay. If oh, the, the, okay. the first the first few weeks, I could see being pretty yeah. chilly there. Yeah. Um, 
Moorish. Maybe that's good, better than because I felt like they were always filming it in the heat of the it was always so high hot. summer, and yeah. I never yeah. figured out why would you do that. You're outside, yeah. yeah. Moorish means having a very pleasant taste and meaning you want to eat more, or oh, make yeah, okay. makes you want to eat more. That's nice. Uh, so that, does that make sense? Start yeah. Moorish. talking like that now. That's very <laughs> well, it's moorish. quite Moorish, isn't it? Yeah. As in, I want more. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's what that, I, you know, all the seasons I've either watched and then the last few collections that we've covered, I don't know if I've heard that. And if I have, it must have went right past me or something. So, um, yeah, I didn't know what that meant either. I learned so much watching. Those were some, some great standout moments. Did you have any others, Greg, standout, standout moments from the show? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, not that I can think of right now or didn't take notes on. What about you, Wendy? Did you have any particular standout moments? I, I, I loved Prue's beaver joke. I thought that yeah. was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I did think, like, Keith seemed like he has really good skills, but I'm a little worried about him because he do- definitely doesn't seem like he has the artistic skills that the others do, so they might beat yeah. him in the decorations. But I definitely could see he had some really good baking skills and flavor skills. Yep. Um, and then I thought Tasha and Saku could be like, they had mixed beginnings, but I think they could definitely be people to watch. I agree. I agree. I loved Tasha's impression of Paul when she did like the little <laughs> like intense stare that he does. I was like, oh, she nailed that. I thought she yeah. was adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Saku was just adorable too. I thought her her vulnerability, like saying how nervous she was, and then of course Paul giving her the hug. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about that, but I just I loved that uh, from him. Um, the obviously the beaver jokes. I thought did someone pull her aside and go, look, we'll give you a little extra if you make a beaver. Like everybody's making <laughs> dogs and stuff. We want some. We want some jokes. Um, I don't know if that was intentional or not. I, I don't really care. I think she made it, and they just had to go for it after uh, she made it. Maybe, but I'm just like, I don't know if if you know why you would select a beaver. Yeah, I don't even know what a beaver looks like. Uh. Yeah, I'm like, what? Well, it's fine. I loved it, whether it was intentional or not. It, I thought it was still really funny. I I loved the reactions and. Um, I thought that they, you know, handled it really well. Um, and it's just always fun. Because Bake Off always loves to get a little spicy. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the first time, you know, or first episode we've ever seen them get a little spicy. And it's always, always fun uh, when they go there. Uh, and then Allison, of course, when they were talking, when they were having like the little conversation about, you know, who might have to go home, who's going to stay and things like that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just no, no, don't like a dry beaver. You know, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought that was natural you know she's not because I know she's not a comedian it, you know it's like we mm. were saying Greg you know she's not trying to throw in jokes or make everything a punchline it just was like a very natural kind of like reaction to the conversation as they were talking about that showstopper um, so those were some standout moments uh, for me but I'm excited I just I love this show I'm so excited for the rest of of the season um, it just always bring brings me joy. If I'm having a rough day, rough week, or something like that, and then I watch Bake Off, it just makes me instantly happy and smile and think that everything's going to be fine as long as we have baked goods. So, if you had to pick one baker right now that's going to take the whole thing, what would be your pick? 
I'm going to defer to Greg because I am terrible at predictions. I think I've always been wrong. And it feels almost too early, but um, I'll, mm-hmm. I'm going to look over the list here. Greg, so our, do you? Uh, my, my, my too early prediction, um, I would want to say Dan, but with the lesson of Jurgen, right. um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking... I think I'm thinking either either Keith or Abby. Um, I think either one of them were they were kind of like the the, the mm-hmm. second and third runners up, uh, and I, I feel like they they are the ones that, as you said, Wendy, like Keith. I think he's got the skills, and mm-hmm. it's I, it's going to be a matter of he can he execute the artisticness, right? Can he make it look good? Mm-hmm. And if he if he can work on that and improve that, uh, I think that he. I think he, he's got a great chance. And I think that Abby's artistic uh, aspects and her original flavors are really, mm-hmm. I think, I, yeah, I would say, I would say Abby or Keith. Yeah, I think those are good picks. I think Dan's a good pick too. I'm going to go with Tasha just because I can see somebody kind of coming out from the middle and heading the pack. So I'm going to go with Tasha as a first choice. Nice. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Just again, you never know because it could be one bad week. Like, mm-hmm. we, how many times have we seen someone perform either very well, maybe even win Star Baker, or they're always just right there up at the top? But then, man, they just get one bad week with something maybe they're not very good at, or maybe they just have a bad week. Sometimes your stuff just freaking falls apart and does not work like it did when you did it at home or sometimes when you practiced it. Sometimes the bread it. just doesn't rise. Yeah, sometimes right. it just doesn't prove long enough or something's not right mm-hmm. or, yeah, the temperature's messing with you, you know, so many, and, it, and that's all it takes is one bad week. Like, mm-hmm. it can be stellar. Like, it doesn't, that's the thing. It's like, well, there's no point system that, well, you got Star Baker two out of three weeks or something and then you have one bad week. It it literally, you have to be on your game every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, and I love. So it's definitely possible to rise. It, it, we've seen a couple of people come kind of like middle of the road there, rise um, and really um, come out on top. I think Tosh. First, you have to prove. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a really good joke. <laughs> yeah, really good. Baby I love jokes. it. I think Tasha's got a lot of potential. I think um, she could definitely come out on top. But I also do think uh, Abby uh, is one to watch for. And then Dan, you know, kind of as mm-hmm. you referenced, um, Greg, you know, Jurgen, who he, he that's who he reminds me a lot of. And mm-hmm. um, so I think they have potential. I can't pick just one because I feel like it could just, it's so early and we've only got Mm -hmm. one episode, Mm -hmm. but they were my standouts for sure. Um, Any other notes that y'all want to cover? I think we covered everything I have. I I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited Mm -hmm. that you guys have, have agreed to join. I appreciate y'all's enthusiasm you know to to include me i'm hoping uh you know Pake will hopefully be able to join too i know he always loved he's such a foodie he's one of our resident foodies in the group um but i i hopefully the scheduling will work out because i know he enjoys talking about it but i'm so happy you guys wanted to join in on the bake-off fun um we'll continue to cover it each week um we'll we'll see what happens though in a couple weeks when we're all together we might have a 
bit of a break there just to let everyone know Ooh. in advance. Oh, I, th- I was yeah. thinking we could do it all in the same room, but that's a, that's a good point. We should have a break. We should definitely have a break. <laughs> well, if we can make it work, if y'all want to bring your stuff, we could certainly try. For those that yeah. are listening, we are all going to have a big group meetup and we're all going to be in the same place at the same time. I don't know if we'll get a chance to um, record together. I'm not saying we can't, but we definitely have to um, bring our stuff and we'll see if we can make it work. I'm not opposed to it. Um mm-hmm. But uh, either way, we do plan on covering all the episodes, and we hope um, everyone will join us, um, because next week we are going to cover episode two from Collection 11, which, Greg, sounds like it's going to be your week. It's Biscuit Week. Love it. <laughs> biscuit Week, love a good cookie, as we call them here. Um. Well, if you want to keep following Strange Indeed, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. We are covering Bake Off because we just love it. Um, and, you know, it's something fun for us to do. But we are going to be covering um, Fall of the House of Usher, which comes from the Flanniverse. Um, or Mike Flanagan, as some folks uh, like to say. But we, we consider it the Flanniverse around here. That's going to be out on Netflix October the 12th. So I hope you guys will join us for that, you, um, that Greg and, and Wendy. Um, but hopefully all of our listeners will join us for that. I'm super excited for something new. It's it's It wouldn't be spooky season without something from Mike Flanagan to cover. Yep. And I'm stoked. So hopefully everyone will join him for that. So join us for that. That's coming up soon. Um, Wendy, is there anything that you want to promote or talk about that you have coming up? I've been guesting on the White Lotus a couple times, and that's been really great. I'm watching it for the first time with the podcast, so I'm only up to episode three of season two. Really loving it. Um, It's really a great combination with Mm -hmm. Randy and Jenny and Jason. Um, Really having fun with that. So, Yeah, that's a great show. So yeah, for anyone who's maybe not keeping up, uh, um, as Wendy mentioned, Jason, Jenny, and Randy have decided to do like a rewatch covering White Lotus season uh, one and two um, that that aired earlier this year um, in preparation for whenever whenever we get season three. I don't know when that'll happen, but it's a fantastic show. Highly encourage everyone to take out of it I'm, I'm, or check it out. And I'm excited you've um, been jumping on there, Wendy. Yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. What about you, Greg? I know you've got got a few things going on. Uh, yeah, we got so we're we're wrapping up on Wheel of Time. Uh, I was actually complaining on the podcast the other the other day that um, you know we because they drop episodes the first three episodes of a season all in one day. Yeah, one I have to cram uh, three weeks of podcasting into <laughs> as quickly as I possibly can. Yeah, and, that's hard. And, and two, like that means it's only on for six weeks, and then I have to wait two years for the next series. So. Um, is it only I, eight episodes? It's eight episodes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. You guys and are already at the finale. Wow! Yeah, yeah. We've got we we're, we are recording actually tonight uh, for episode seven, and then next week's the finale, and then it'll be however long it takes for wow. them to film and release. And yeah, I'm glad that they are taking the care with the show that they are, but I just wish it would come a little bit faster. Yeah, um, and I I um. I, I was a little disappointed in the end of season one, and I think season two, I mean, a lot of people are saying it's better than season one. Um, I I think, and I'm not completely caught up, but I think so far it, it looks really good. And I, I think it's really, it, it's so ambitious. It's really hard to... It's like Game of Thrones in so many ways. Like yep. those books are so incredible that it's so hard to produce something that's comparable. But I think they're definitely getting there. That's awesome. And, uh, and then I'm, 
I'm not on it, but I am. I will be enjoying my fourth or fifth watch of Ted Lasso and following uh, Ben and Kristen on the Revisited podcast. Um, I know I'm behind yes. on they, that too because I've been wanting are, to do it. I think I think they're recording episode two of yeah. season one tomorrow, and uh, I haven't seen I it. I just oh, you haven't. I watched? haven't, and I said I was going to oh do it with gosh. the podcast, it's and I so, just have to get yes, around to you should, it. You should absolutely yes. do that because it is it is so good, and it is like it is it is my favorite. It is the Breaking Bad of comedy. Yeah, uh, it is the the best story from beginning to end that I've ever seen, um, because it's the the story they wanted to tell. And anyway, so yes, I been interested in revisited podcast. So many great things on uh, Podcastica right now. Um, all the past shows, all the news, new things that are coming out. Um, you can check all of that out at podcastica.com. You can find all of us there, all the podcasts that we, we guest on or that we're on periodically. Find our contact information. Um, be sure to check it out. We would appreciate it. All right. Well, that wraps up this week. Thank you all for joining. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake.